Welcome to another Not Part of Your Scene album review. Uh, today I will be talking about the new Trippy Red album. Uh, I guess it's a deluxe album uh, called uh, Pegasus or Neon Shark versus Pegasus. Uh, I will only be talking about the, the Neon Shark side. Uh, before we get into that, though, um, you can find me for music at Chris Sarda, uh, also on YouTube. Uh, you can look for Not Part of Your Scene, which is what these uh, podcasts are. And then this is uh, all all filtered through the Propaganda Show podcast, um, where I do uh, music reviews, movie reviews, uh, talk about comics and stuff like that. So basically all my non-sports uh, items come through here. Uh, if you are a sports fan, you should also check out Chaotic Sports. Uh, we've been we've been focusing a lot more on MMA lately, uh, but uh, the whole gang will be back. We'll be talking about uh, NBA football and all that kind of stuff. Anyway, on to Trippy Red. Now, there is a trend lately uh, with Machine Gun Kelly, especially, is the most explicit version of this. Where a lot of uh, rappers and uh, cloud rappers, I wouldn't throw Machine Gun Kelly under that banner, but uh, are switching to more of a, a rock motif. And I, I don't think it's that surprising, really, because this sort of style of hip-hop has always leaned more towards the melody. Uh, high production... A lot of a lot of these guys are the vocalist and the producer on on their own beats. Uh, everything from Lil Yachty to Trippy Red to all you know, all the other guys. Um, but we have started seeing their Fallout Boy influences uh, come to the uh, foreground a little bit more. Uh, and this um, album has gotten compared to the change that. Uh, Machine Gun Kelly recently made, and in fact, this deluxe edition, I'll be talking about the Neon Shark portion of it, even starts with uh, Machine Gun Kelly's song, Pill Breaker. But I don't see this as a, a turn towards Blink-182, like as much as I do as see the Machine Gun Kelly album doing that. Uh, I see this as just really leaning into... Uh, some of the rock melodies and just taking another step away from hip hop. But at, you know, at some point it's always going to be connected to hip hop lyrically, uh, especially the lyrical matters that a lot of these cloud rappers do a lot of like, uh, drug and partying kind of thing. Also, he doesn't really sing. Um, it's that melodic sort of rap and sing that I hear a lot or that, that has been made famous by the cloud rappers. I think he just started leaning more into the melody a little bit, but you still hear all the pro tools, all the, uh, all the computer adjustments and whatnot. I think that it is where machine gun Kelly felt like there were a lot more real guitars on that album. This one, while it does definitely have guitars, sometimes it feels like it's the guitar sound on a, on a keyboard or, or done production wise, almost too, too clean. And I find it interesting because in the nineties and two thousands, mid two thousands, a lot of these bands, even when it got into a more uh, hardcore metalcore setting, a lot of these bands were 
you, a lot of the reason that this kind of music on the rock side didn't really make it was because it started to sound overproduced. It didn't have that, that, uh, that garage feeling, you know, not quite a garage feeling, but just that there was a lot of people involved in it instead of the band and maybe a producer. Um, but what I find is that Neon Shark and, and Pegasus and a couple other things really lean into that production, really lean into um, what's happening on the computer rather than with any real uh, any real instruments or, or at least on a grand scale. So um, I find that, like, I just find that something that I would look into or, or something that really piques my interest is that from the hip-hop side... Um, people are doing this, these sort of pop punk melodies and stuff, um, but doing it with all their production gear. So, um, I guess the first thing is, is that I didn't, you know, I was never a big pop punk, pop punk fan. I I never hated it, but I'm not the guy that to come to if, if if it's Blink-182, you know, even when my, my favorite kind of punk was like skate punk and stuff, but it was. I'm not saying it was grimy, but it's the stuff that I found on Epitaph and the stuff I found on Fat Wreck. You know, still very poppy, still very melodic, but um, you know, not quite Blink 182, not quite Fallout Boy. That got a little bit, that went a little bit too to the commercial side to me. Although I didn't hate it when it would come on the radio or anything like that. Um, so when you just overproduce it, and then I lose the rapping and I lose the the what I love about hip hop and the beats. I don't think this is necessarily for me, even though I found it interesting to listen to, and uh, I really find it intriguing from a music fan perspective to hear how this sound is going to change and evolve. I expect the cloud rapper sound to to change and evolve much quicker than music that's come before it. Um, a lot of that is because. Number one, the vast majority of this is, is done in front of a computer, uh, can be done by one guy. Um, you know, in this case, Trippy Red is teaming up with Travis Barker, so that's where a lot of the a lot of the rock melody comes from, uh, a lot of the rock influence comes from. Um, but because of that, I think that the the music can evolve a lot quicker. And I don't know whether it's going to be for me or not, but it is uh, it is something I'm interested in. Um, and Trippy Red's gotten big enough that. Uh, you know, aside from Travis Barker, he's gotten some big names here. So Machine Gun Kelly, like we we talked about, is on this, and uh, he's on it twice. I saw Chino Moreno on here, um, and then uh, you know someone I like, and probably I almost really did like this song. There's a little bit repetitive, but uh, Scarlord, which you know, depending how you look at it, and Zillakami who. I know from features and stuff, but I don't have an opinion yet about it. I haven't like listened to Zillicomi close enough um, to know what I what I think about uh, that work. But um, you know, Scarlord, I love. I'm all about Scarlord. In fact, that is that kind of hip hop that uh, has uh, leaned towards the metal side, right? The with uh, screaming lyrics and and a lot of I would say heavier uh, heavier beats. Um, influence from the cloud rappers and stuff. So um, there are songs that I did, you know, come close to liking and stuff. Um, I can't find the Chino Moreno song in here now. I thought I thought I thought it was very clear which one was Chino. But um, 
but yeah, so in general though, I, you know, I'm not a Kanye 808 guy. I never really came around to that album. Uh, the Cloud Rappers, you know, it took me a long time to really open my ears to them, and I'm still in the middle of that now. Uh, but it really just that that form of hip hop really took away what I enjoyed about hip hop, um, which is the uh, the focus on like beat and rhythm and the poetry rather than the the melody. But I do think it's cool that it's happening. Um, I think the other one of the other things that uh, despite my systematic view on um, this style of music and the changes, I don't think Trippy Red's a really good lyricist. Uh, I think he's, I think he doesn't have much to say, and uh, and uh, I, I just don't find what he says very intriguing. A little bit repetitive at some points. Um, I don't know that I think I, I just put on a review for JPEG Mafia's album, which was more influenced by the cloud stuff, even though he's done a bunch of other stuff, a bunch of other styles of hip hop before. Um, and I, I said that one wasn't for me as big as I am a JPEG Mafia fan uh, uh, that I like his other stuff and, and that I hope he doesn't continue that that trend. Um, but he's just such an interesting lyricist that I can even listen to his EP2 again or I might if he does another uh, you know, heavily future style or, or cloud rap um, album, or at least beats that I can, that could be my entrance into it because he's such a good lyricist. Um, but yeah, these lyrics really do fall into that uh, date. You know, I can see how a teenager would like them, I guess, or, or someone in their early twenties, just real basic, simple day to day things. I mean, you even see even, technically samples lyrics, if that makes any sense, from a, a Deftone song uh, from Schools Out. So, um, you know, third, fourth listen, I really that really started to, like, they didn't ever grab onto me. So um, I don't even think that this is probably the right album for me if I were, you know, if I really had, was able to open my mind or really get what's going on on this cloud level, cloud rap level. Um, but I, I do love that he worked with Travis Barker. I do completely respect him um, for continually changing and adapting. And I will continue to follow him, especially uh, if he uh, continues to keep this uh, level of creativity as far as being willing to change and, and doing different things uh, and also follow uh, the fandom, you know, because you know, people really like him. So that interests me also. Anyway, this is Chris Sarda, not part of your scene, reviewing the Neon Shark portion of Neon Shark versus Pegasus.